Points Podcast. My name is Joe Dolan, and I'm with our director of social media, Trey Camberling, today as we introduce kind of a new era of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Trey, you and I have been kind of brainstorming this. I'll give you most of the credit. You've been really coming up with this, and you're like, you know, what can we do in the fantasy podcast space that's going to differentiate us a little bit? And, well, how about we just talk to players? I mean, it's kind of a simple concept, right? But don't really know how many fantasy podcasts are frequently bringing on players. And we hope it's something that people are going to enjoy. And we're going to kick off the series uh, with an interview with Jack Campbell of the, the rookie linebacker from the Detroit Lions, who was gracious to to give us uh, 15 minutes of his time. Thought it went pretty well. Um, I hope you all are excited to to listen to it. Trey, uh, um, what, what was your idea behind kind of this podcast, where we think it can go from this point forward? Yeah, I, we we do a lot of obviously analyst talk and and talking with beat writers and and other folks you know around the league and uh, I've I've been fortunate you know in in my time in other places to to get to know some folks. Jack I've known since he was in high school, so I just thought why not give this a shot? Why not try to get our viewers and and subscribers some NFL players to talk to? Um, so I've I've been working for the last you know really since I started on uh, on booking and. And getting this thing off the ground, and I, I'm just just incredibly excited for for what this is going to be. Again, I think it's unique in this space, like you said, to kind of get the football side of it from them. And we've got so many guests uh, lined up here for for the next month and two months and into the season. I I just think we're on track to do some really cool things with this podcast. So uh, one of the things that I really need to to level myself with is we're kind of analyzing football on on like it, it's filtered through a couple of lenses when we're analyzing because fantasy football is a statistical game right like you can't you don't play with personality in fantasy football so we take the actual game and then we boil that down even further into what these players put on paper okay we talk about athletes often like they're not real people and this is not a new concept but it's really going to help ground me a little bit like start talking you know hey that zinger on twitter you know like did that go a little bit too far you, you know what i'm saying like that's part of the bargain you make if you're a professional athlete if you're a public figure that you're open to get joked about and but sometimes you know it's it's good to step back and realize hey these are kids i'm 36 years old now and I have to 99.5% of NFL players are younger than me. And I have to remember, man, when I was 21 years old, I wasn't doing anything uh, <laughs> anywhere close to what they're doing. So it, it, it's kind of that humanizing aspect and, and maybe just brings us back, grounds us a little bit in this fantasy football analysis that I think is pretty important. Yeah, you're you're a hundred percent spot on. I haven't spent a lot of time in the publication external media side of sports. I spent four years working internally for the Utah Jazz. So really my first uh kind of shot at doing this sports content was for the players, with the players, uh presenting them in, in positive ways and and you know, when you're working for an external company, you have a little more leeway, uh, whether that's good or bad, you know, is different company to company. But, uh, yeah, I, I went through, you know, specific scenarios. Like I was with the jazz when, you know, the coronavirus stuff was going on and, and it's really tough to see, you know, these humans, these, these men, these people, uh, go through some of the, you know, unfair takes and, and the jokes. And, uh, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a, 
like you said, a different lens into the yeah. life of the athletes and, and kind of who they are as people, because you, you don't always get that on, on the fantasy shows. And, you know, we're going to continue to do all the stuff that yeah. we normally do, but it's, it's a good addition and in, in a different perspective. And I think we're going to highlight maybe kind of different tiers of players, you know, guys who might be grinding for their careers and uh, um, guys who guys who are just trying to get their career started. And, you know, because we're just trying to get this show started. So, Trey, um, I'm very, very happy that we were able to talk to Jack Campbell. Um, I hope everybody enjoys it. I want to thank Jack for his time. But, hey, we're not the stars of the show. He is. So here's Detroit Lions rookie linebacker Jack Campbell. For the first time in Fantasy Points podcast history, we have a first-round pick on the podcast. I was never drafted. I don't think Trey was ever drafted, but Jack Campbell was drafted. He is the rookie linebacker for the Detroit Lions. It is wonderful to welcome him to the program. Something that we're, we're getting started here on the Fantasy Points Podcast is to try to give a little bit of an insight into the life of an NFL player, and it is a thrill to welcome Jack to the show. Jack, how are you doing, my friend? Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast uh, giving us a little bit of a test run, but uh, I'm really excited to have you here. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. I'm just super excited and looking forward to to sharing a little bit about the taste I've had of the NFL up to this point. So, so uh, you you just wrapped OTAs, mini camps. What is your first impression of your teammates, the life in the NFL, the coaching staff? How different is it from from playing in the Big Ten and at Iowa? The, the the biggest things that I've kind of learned up to this point and seen is just attention to like little details. Like everything matters at this level. Um, not that it didn't matter at the at the college level or the high school level, but uh, it's just even even more now because uh, everyone has physical attributes uh, to be a great football player. But it's those little things that are going to set you apart. And I feel like I kind of got my my first little taste of that of OTAs, but also. Uh, just the coaching staff with the lines uh, and just the ownership and all the executives like they they have one thing on their mind and that's to win um so and for me coming from Iowa uh, it's it's similar in that aspect um so I think the transition's been awesome but again I think the biggest thing right now is just honing in on those little things that are going to push you uh, a little bit further than other people so when you're talking about the NFL, I get this a different level of scrutiny. And uh, from what I understand, you're not a huge social media guy. But the Lions selecting you in the first round, they selected Jameer Gibbs in the first round. And I'm sure you've at least heard tale of the old positional value thing, right? Oh, I, they took a, line, a running back in the first round. They took an off-ball linebacker in the first round. What's your response to, to that whole argument of positional value and taking an off-ball linebacker in the first round? I would just say, I mean, pick one through Mr. Irre Irrelevant. Any person lucky enough to, to be from any of those picks, it, it has such a great opportunity in front of them and has such a blessing. I would just say, like, I know, like, everything happens for a reason. The Detroit Lions, Mr. Holmes, Coach Campbell, I feel like they have a vision. They wanted guys who fit their system and what they're trying to do so I kind of feel like that kind of led in led into decisions like for me like I really have no right to sit here and say like pick me or like pick this guy or anything like because I'm, I'm just a player at the end of the day so uh, those guys that's their jobs um, is to evaluate players and then for me I feel like it's only if I was in their positions to pick guys who 
fit fit the mold and fit the culture of your program, but are also the best players and the best human beings. So that's that's kind of my two cents on it. My approach kind of is, is staying the same since I got to Iowa, which is uh, that Midwestern approach. I'm going to earn everything that I get, but at the same time, I have great people around me. The Detroit Lions uh, have been a great organization. They're putting a lot of people around me and around the team to help everyone be successful, just kind of gearing up for this season. So I'm looking forward to it. This is still a fantasy football podcast, so I have to pick your brain on the offensive side of the football. You're going to be linked to Jameer Gibbs. Like Your careers are going to be linked. You were picked by the same team in the same first round. What have you seen from him so far in camps uh, that, that might be able to get us a little bit excited? I would just say he's a versatile playmaker. Uh, He has the ability not only to affect the offense in the backfield, but also running routes out of the backfield. Um, I mean, everyone kind of knows that for me, like an outsider looking in and then getting to go against him. He's just a real, really, really versatile player. And I think he'll be able to be used in a lot of unique and and different aspects. So uh, it'll, it'll be fun to watch. So. Jack, obviously, I've I've known you for a while, and I, I see you go to Iowa, you 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 bulk like all the Iowa kids do. You know, they get there that first year and they they get real big. And you know, Iowa linebackers, man, like Chad Greenway, Josie Jewell, Pat Anger, like they just there's kind of a, a line and a and a pedigree to to linebackers at Iowa. Is there anybody that you like modeled your game after, and you you've kind of studied, even if it was as a kid or or even into college watching tape? Yeah, so I would say. When I got to Iowa, like I grew up a, a, UNI, a UNI Panther fan, which is just right there in Cedar Falls, my hometown. But in high school, I kind of watched like Chad Greenway, like just his like old highlights from college. Um, when I got to college, uh, the the year, the couple years before I got to college, that was like when Josie Jewell was like the linebacker in the Big Ten. So like that was some, someone I always looked up to. But then as I got to Iowa, just learning about guys like Christian Kirksey, um, Anthony Hitchens, Pat Anger, Abdul Hodge, like the, the, there's a there's a pretty long list. And under Coach France, who's been there since uh, I believe '99, all that tape's available to me to watch and go back to any of those years for any of those players. I would say for me, like I, I try to be the best version of Jack Campbell I can be, but at the same time, like learning from all those guys I mentioned during spring was a great time to kind of have time to watch all that old tape and kind of just look at different ways. And it's kind of amazing kind of how the game has changed too. Um, I mean, I can think kind of off the top of my head, like when you watch like a game from 05, it's a lot of like 21 personnel, like fullback, fullback, like lead, ISO leads on like the mic or the will. So, and nowadays it's more spread and pass. So um, it's, it's just unique, but I will say that, um, there's a little bit more 21 personnel coming back, I feel like, uh, into the NFL. So uh, that's kind of exciting for uh, like, an, like an older school player. So You were obviously college teammates with uh, Sam Laporta, who the Lions took in the second round. Are you guys close? Yeah, so me and Sam, we actually uh, we lived together um, in an off-campus house. Um, so we've been really good friends. So that's been uh, really cool kind of go through this transition together. He's a really good player, so I'm excited to see what he's going to do as well. So, um, how did you find out that you were going to be teammates with Sam? Did he watch on TV? Did he call you? Like, what what was the uh, the situation like? I, I watched it, and then like, as soon as he got picked, I knew his he was way too busy for me. So I wanted to give him that time to enjoy his family, and yeah. it, 
friend. So, but then like I had like the night after I, I called them and I just told them that I was pumped to, to get another opportunity with them. So you're going to live together with them or have you had enough of them after four years of living together? <laughs> I don't think we're going to live together. Um, he he's actually already has like his uh, own little place, so I'm still looking for that. But how would you describe his game stylistically, um, and what he can bring to, bring to the field and bring to a modern NFL offense? Yeah, and, and Sam's another guy. I feel like for me, I got to practice practice against him for the last four years, and I think Sam's like a, a, a player that at the tight end position brings you a lot of versatility as well. He's a guy that I feel like can stick in the core. He can hold his own. Uh, block him but at the same time you could split him out and he can almost be like a receiver um so that's kind of exciting and i'm excited to see what he can do um because i feel like he's he's a great route runner he's just a, he's just a super super good human being and, and a hard worker so um again i'm just excited to get to get him on my on my team again so to kind of wrap it all up here jack uh i have i have to bring it up of course i was i was lucky enough to coach jack uh in high school, but not in football and basketball. I was a, uh, assistant there. I was at college at U and I, when he was in high school. So I rolled over there for a year and did almost nothing, but held, held the pad every now and then. And we'll roll some highlights, uh, uh, from, from the high school career in basketball, but Nikola Jokic is the guy right now. That's the, that's the, the play style from a center that everybody loves, but Jack was kind of more like a Charles Oakley type guy enforcer. I'm sure that's not surprising to anybody you know, listening, but where, where does that mentality come from? Yeah, I, I really think that like my high school coaches were super influential in development and like how I, I feel like my approach, like, you, you know, cause you worked with like coach Schultz and coach Elser, um, coach Divig, and then we had Scannell and, and Yoakum and like all those guys pour into you and like, they teach you more about basketball, but I feel like that, that want, to like I knew like being like a five man and for me I didn't shoot outside like the paint like the furthest shot I ever took in my high school career I think was a free throw because in, in Iowa like most centers are probably like anywhere from like six six to six eight so like for me I was a little bit on the shorter side so I knew I would have to to somehow find an advantage and I feel like that was like just the physical aspect of the game to be able to play great defense get every single rebound and then go and set screens and create create shots for my teammates I feel like that was kind of the formula for that year's success because we we won the state championship that year so I would say that's kind of where it came from just knowing what I had to do like what what added value can I can I bring to the table if I'm not going to be able to shoot threes and like bring the ball up the court so that was kind of like my view on the like the whole thing was just I got to somehow make an advantage for myself and somehow put my team in the best position to win. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's just natural for me. Like I just kind of, just kind of go to work. So Jack Campbell, rookie linebacker from the Detroit lions, number 46 in your program, Jack, just before we let you go, I have just one curious question. How do you pick a Jersey number when you're a rookie? Um, I mean, they give you the option Uh, for me, uh, my whole career, I kind of let whoever picks. So I I just let them pick. So yeah, it's kind of, 46, man. So, yeah. Not big into the aesthetics is Jack Campbell. He just wants to go out and hit somebody. Jack, thank you so much for joining us here on the Fantasy Points Podcast. It was wonderful having you. Good luck in your career. I I know you don't necessarily need it, but we'll wish it to you anyway. It was a pleasure having you on the show. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks to Jack Campbell for coming on the show. Uh, Just really kind of a... 
it's it's amazing how much his life has changed and and kind of hasn't changed. I, I think it's incredible that his roommate of four years is going to be his his teammate with with the Detroit Lions. You know, when I went away to to college, I. I roomed with somebody I knew from high school. We weren't the best of friends before we got to college, but we were like, well, this is pretty convenient. We should probably just do this. And now we're really close friends. But I, th- that, I think that helped the transition for me. Um, I wonder if that's going to help the transition for Jack. Um, I, I mean, if he knew absolutely nobody on that team, I'm sure his he would be fine just based on his leadership skills. But it was it was a good discussion to have with, uh, with a guy who's, I mean, he's a pretty ho- high-profile player, Trey. I mean, he's a first-round pick. So uh, nice intro to the podcast. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Jack, Jack was awesome. Great kid. Uh, you know, kind of a keep your head down. And as you can hear from the interview, just kind of get after and get to work kind of guy. So I, I think the lions got a great one and super grateful for him for coming on the show and, and looking forward to, uh, getting this out to you guys and, and letting everybody uh, hear what Jack's got to offer. So we're going to have more of these interviews coming up uh, over the next weeks, months, uh, hopefully years, uh, quite frankly. Um, and as I mentioned in the intro, we're going to we're, we're going to have different tiers of players on and, you know, m- maybe guys with different levels of visibility. Um, and I believe our next interview is going to be with Zach Moss, the the running back from the Colts and, and a guy who I don't think he would deny at this point, you know, kind of trying to fight for his career. It's going to be really interesting to get his perspective um, you know, going through trades, going through coaching changes, working with a rookie quarterback. Um, all those things are going to be really fascinating to hear about from Zach Moss. The types of things you can learn from a guy like that, you know, who's played with Josh Allen, now is going to play with Anthony Richardson, you know, behind Jonathan Taylor right now on the depth chart. Uh, I believe he played pretty well last year, uh, you know, when when JT went down and, and he got some runs. So it's it's going to be an interesting perspective. And, and you know, there's always something you can learn from a lot of these guys. So excited to have him on and introduce him to you guys as well. Trey, it was great working with you, and this partnership is going to extend. Follow him on Twitter at Trey Camberling, his latte model. Um, the man loves Dynasty, so we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get you in the Staff Dynasty League, by the way, Trey. Um, yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, get get me in there and, and and let me go crazy. I'm just pulled off a big trade in my main league for Kyle Pitts. So I'm oh, fan, obviously he's yeah. been kind of he's been hard to get, but the price was right finally, and. Uh, I pulled the trigger, so we're we're making that happen. Congratulations on that move. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at FG underscore Dolan. Thanks to Jack Campbell. Thanks to the Detroit Lions uh, and, and people for setting that up. We'll catch you on the next episode here on the Fantasy Points Podcast. Had a lot of fun. Hope you join us. 